The University of Florida has not gone off to the best start in the NIL space, but they are making changes to improve that, including adding Ben Chase as the director of NIL strategy. And Ben is here today to talk on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Joining me now for Locked On Gators is Ben Chase, who if you're a Florida Gators fan, you've seen him multiple times. If you're not a Florida Gators fan, (laughs) you've seen him multiple times. He was everywhere, but we'll get to that a little bit down the road. But um, I am going to rip the Band-Aid off now because I told my listeners that you were going to be here. And right. if you had any questions, send them in. And I think everybody knows what the most what the most asked question was. And yeah, ninety nine percent certain that you can't answer it. Whether again, like I said, because you haven't started yet, or because you can't talk about it. But I would be remiss to not ask what happened with Jaden Rashada. Ben. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I legitimately have not a part of like. I just started. I, I haven't even started yet. I started on Monday. And, uh, you know, this – I announced my trip on the day of the national championship, and then 24 hours later is when I got – my phone was blowing up, not congratulating me about the trip, but asking what you're just asking. But I legitimately don't know. So, uh, I'm sure people like you and the, and the media will uh, find out scoops and, 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 and tell the story in the future. But unless, I'm, unless they sign some kind of NDA, like I – I'm just like you guys. I legitimately don't know. Yeah, uh, and, and that's what was expected. But again, that, that was <laughs> the main thing that people were like, ask him about this. So I had to. But uh, leaving fantasy land questions behind. Yeah. Um, you are going to be the director of NIL strategy for Florida. Mm-hmm. What exactly will that entail? Like, what will your responsibilities be there? Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where. So we already have Marcus, who's. Uh, you know, he has his position with the football team and he's done player engagement and NIL. So I'll be coming in and helping build out the rest of the, the program for all of our student athletes and then teaming along with Marcus for football wherever he needs me. I'll be maximum. Our goal is to maximize NIL for all student athletes at the University of Florida uh, through education, through branding, through having you know people come in, whether it's an influencer, or a former Gator, you know, like. For example, having Clifford come in and, and doing a you know a talk about how he built his brand and, and leaning on him and, and other former Gator grads, uh, you know, getting out in the community with you know uh, alumni and and uh, you know our current administration and students and and just building it out uh, because still like the people that are listening to your podcast are already tapped into NIL, they already know what it is. But honestly, as someone who just traveled to all forty eight lower states and talked about college football and, and like people still don't understand it, it's kind of like the the scarlet letter, right? So just because our fan base, the ones that listen to a, a Gators podcast are tapped in, that's an assumption that all of us are tapped in, and it's not true. So hopefully getting out there and, and, and kind of breaking down the mold of the negative around NIL and, and showing that it is a positive and there's a lot of opportunities to uh, build something special at University of Florida. Does that irritate you, by the way, that there's like that everybody's like NIL is going to be the death of college football or college sports and that there's so much negative attention around NIL when it seems like like most things, the bad parts come from, you know, bad faith actors is, is what I like to call them. The people who 
we'll try to exploit players and then we'll try to kind of pay for play it. Yeah. And I mean, if you go back and I mean, you don't have to, but you know, when the, when NIL started, I tweeted that there's going to be a time that's very similar to when the, uh, these like management companies for young YouTubers happened and they just took advantage and like so, these kids signed away their whole YouTube channel. Right. And like, we're, my goal is to prevent that from happening on, you know, student athlete side. Like we don't want to sign off your whole NIL, like your whole likeness, right? You don't want to be John Cena where everything you do for the rest of your career, you have to give a kickback to the WWE, right? That's how his contract works. And he's grateful for it. He says in public, but like there are going to be people out there, like you said, bad actors. But for me, it's something, it doesn't frustrate me or anything like that. It's just uh, because this year, I mean, viewership for college football was at an all time high. Like over, so, and I don't know if that's post like, you know, COVID or post, you know, post like, you know, social political things or whatever. Uh, but it's one of those things where people are starving for the sport. And, you know, this is a way to, you know, bring like, you know, the, the rising tide lifts all ships, right? So, like, this is an opportunity for, you know, excellence across the border. We had TCU, who's never been in the, you know, anywhere sniffing a championship. In the in this in the conference in the championship this year, and it had nothing to do with NIL, right? So, <clears throat> for those who are you know on the fence or they have a negative or view or scarlet letter that is or scarlet letters NIL, <laughs> I, I just hope that they can um, you know have an open mind and, and look forward to you know positive things about it. You know, it's 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 influencer marketing, and then we have like the collective space, which is a you know a whole nother bag. But uh, the main thing that the goal was, I don't know if you remember destroying the UCF kicker. He was, you know, doing YouTube videos in 2012, 2013, and they were like, well, you can't monetize your channel. So you can either monetize your channel or you can be a kicker. Uh, you know, I think he was a backup kicker, too. He wasn't even, like, the main starting kicker. And that was kind of where this took heat. Like, it kind of rolled up. Like, because it was like, wait, I'm a kicker doing videos on YouTube, and I can't make money. But my roommate, this is just a hypo, is a freshman who's not a kicker, who's making, you know, YouTube videos about cooking and she's blowing up or he or she's blowing up. How's that fair? And that's kind of where the beginning of this is. And I hope people see that at the end of it, it, the the heart of NIL at the very beginning is for these students to, you know, just like anyone else, make, make a few bucks and, you know, do a few TikTok videos and, and have a sponsor. Yeah. um, You mentioned where, (laughs) when, you know, young YouTubers got taken advantage of by these management companies, if I'm not mistaken, there was, a streaming app when nil first kicked in that signed a bunch of college athletes and of course kids excited to make some money didn't really read the fine print didn't get it checked out and i believe in it it was like in the contract was that the service can like use the players nil for whatever purpose that they want to like they could use your face your picture for whatever they want uh and that's one of the things where it's like kids kind of get taken advantage of yeah. a little bit yeah there. yeah Very no and it's and that's one of those things where you know uh we have to just you know give these kids uh, the and these young you know adults the best opportunity to protect themselves while also you know making money right like so uh and hopefully we can kind of you know partner together with you know the the different schools on campus to, to bring out education not for just the student athletes but for those all interested in Iowa because you know, the, the, there's a lot of students on campus that have reached out to me and say, hey, like, how can I be involved? How can I, you know, add value to our, our you know, Florida? And that's that's important, too. Like, this is going to take – it's just not me. It's not Marcus. It's not Scott. It's not 
you know, Billy, it's, it's, it's everyone in the community coming together and saying, all right, what can we do to build something special around NIL and around the University of Florida? Yeah, I mean, takes a village, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that's kind of gone around for Florida-specific NIL-wise is, of course, there's the Gator Collective, which we all know. I, I love. I don't know if everybody loves it. I love them. Um, but there's the Gator Collective, and one of the, I'll say, rumors has been that they've kind of, uh, we'll say, had their hands tied behind their back in terms of working with the administration there. Uh, if that's true, because we'll, we'll go hypothetically here, if that's true, is that something that would kind of maybe not like be your responsibility, but be something that could maybe get uh, un untied, we'll say? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, NIL right now, every state uh, has its own legislation. So some states like Ohio and Tennessee and Iowa, uh, no, Idaho and Louisiana, they let their administrations work directly to facilitate opportunities. Florida is not one of those states, right? So, uh, you know, Gator Collective is, you know, a sponsor of the university as well as everyone else on uh, GatorsNIL.com. Those are, the, you know, companies that, you know, our administration has vested and believe that they do provide opportunities for student athletes, right? So uh, <clears throat> going forward, I, I can't say like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, best friends with everyone at Gator Collective, but, uh, you know, I I hope to, you know, with the, the team we have in place, like, build something around, you know, everything and every opportunity that we have. And if, if Gator Collective is one of those, obviously we want to, you know, I was a subscriber to Gator Collective until I got this job because <laughs> I can't do it as a, you know, uh, a member or as a, you know, on staff, because that's kind of shady. Right. Uh, so I have to call them and be like, Hey, can you take my name down from the website, please? I'm like what? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, going forward, uh, you know, I'm sure that there will be some, you know, communications, uh, to, you know, but besides that, like, I don't think it's going to be anything that's, you know, we're going to be dancing together, uh, you know, in the middle of the swamp. Um, hey, don't rule that out. Um, <laughs> today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by Bet Online, And I don't know about you, but I have made a good amount of money this week. By the way, Tuesday night, awesome parlay. Ben Simmons, 16 and a half rebounds, assist, use of Nurkic. Uh, nine and a half rebounds it was, and Gary Trent, 17 and a half points, and all of them cashed handedly. It was beautiful, beautiful, and yeah, beautiful. It was plus 562 odds, which means if you would have bet, you know, $100, then you walk away with a $562 profit, $650 return. It's awesome. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Now, one of the things that uh, that that I've learned from our few conversations, and I don't think many Gators fans know about your resume resume for lack of a better term here. We'll say resume, your portfolio, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Uh, one yeah, of the no, I know is um, that that you helped put together, you helped set up Friends of Rocky to an extent, the the Toledo Collective, the Toledo equivalent, and then. As people can see, I have Toledo helmet, Toledo tattoo, big Toledo guy here. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so you, you kind of help put that together. How exactly did you do that for Toledo and any other schools? Like, how were you helping yeah. prior to this? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a fair question. I saw that on message boards and on Twitter, like people subtweeting me. And that's fair because people don't know who I am, right? So they just like, oh, this guy's been living in his van and has, you know, <laughs> 
silly videos. That's fine. So yeah, I mean, my background is I'm a bard attorney in the state of Florida and uh, I got my last job in NIL, you know, November of 2021. So pretty early in the, the new, new era, the now it's legal era. And uh, <clears throat> so my, my company originally wanted to be a marketplace app, kind of like a market price match point, you know, uh, influencer or whatever. And you go on there and that you're a business, you swipe right, like just like Tinder and you, you know, offer a deal to a student athlete. But our tech wasn't great. So I, you know, I helped build one of the first NIL collective management and launch companies in the country. And it's one of the, I think right now they have you know, 17 collectives under them. And when I was there, we had seven right when I was leaving, we were launching Penn State. So uh, I helped build Gonzaga, UNLV, Nevada, Arizona football, uh, and, you know, oversee their general manager. So, you know, like, you know, Gator Collective has a, you know, a, a leader or general manager. I was above that person and on a national scale leading, you know, friends of Rocky with, you know, John Hoover and uh, whoever they have there right now. So that's, that was my role. You know, I'd also help create pitches. I was in meetings with an admin, alumni, coaches, you know, from all over the country. I probably made a pitch deck for almost every power five school in the country uh, to, and I was on zooms, you know, with millionaires and billionaires of these big schools, you know, talking to them about Gator Club or not Gator Collective, but our, the way we run our, our programs and, and why it's one of the best options for them, you know, cause a lot of these things, you know, it's, uh, you know, these people that have high earning wealth, they don't have time to run something else. Right. So, we come in, we say, Hey, like, this is what we're doing. Like, we'll take, you know, a small percentage and uh, for just management and to have like someone on staff. And then it's basically turnkey, right? We have a website, we have, you know, financial, you know, CS, like we have accountants, we have attorneys, yada, yada, yada. So that was basically what I was doing with them. You know, I, I helped broker NIL deals for, you know, top five NBA picks, draft picks, you know, starters on power five basketball programs that are ranked right now, uh, pretty easy to know where that is. Cause I just mentioned one of them, you know, I, uh, you know, I helped get uh, two brothers <clears throat> uh, at a different school. That wasn't one of our collectives, a, uh, a weekly segment on a podcast that was sponsored. So they got paid every week to go on the podcast and just talk about uh, basketball. <laughs> so uh, little things like that. And then uh, while I was on my trip, I actually, you know, I was, I would do free consulting for, you know, these, you know, cause I was in rooms with presidents, ADs, you know, on this trip, not because of who I was in my past life, but because my trip kind of got this crazy, you know, storytelling. And, you know, one, one day I'm in, you know, the room with the president of central Michigan and the other, and next day I'm in, you know, uh, a box with the, you know, the AD at, at, uh, app state. Right. So like these schools and, and the people around them, I would just talk about NIL and have follow-up phone calls. Like while I'm driving, like, yeah, this is what I would do or like whatever. So it's kind of, I've still been tapped in and, you know, when I lived in San Diego, I would have, I lived a block and a half from the person who founded NIL Network, which is a website and, and resource. And we would have like happy hour lunches all the time, just hanging out, talking about NIL. I, you know, over the summer, I met Derek Wingo and uh, Amari Bernie at, not Amari Bernie. It's going to bother me. Maybe it was. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I think it was, yeah, uh, at NIL Network. And we would, I got to hang out with them and just talk about NIL. So I've been in the space for, you know, over a year now. Uh, and, and, and it's, and I actually applied for this position before my road trip. So it wasn't like, you know, it just came out of the window like, Oh, let's call this kid. Who's like living out of his van. Uh, this is uh, an industry I've been tapped into for a while. And, 
Um, you know, I, I have, I, I feel like personally, I check a few boxes that matter. And then obviously being a Gators, you know, they don't have to indoctrinate me or, you know, give me a, a you know, a, a talking list on, you know, 96, 06, 08, like stuff like that. So uh, that's probably a, like a learning curve thing I don't got to worry about. And uh, I can focus on uh, just diving right in. Yeah. Um, and I, I know that you, you kind of touched on this, but how exactly was it that you got started in NIL in the sense of like, was this something where when NIL was getting introduced, you were like, Hey, I want to be a part of this. Was it something that you kind of yeah. just fell into and, and just ran with it? And it, it was great for you. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, it kind of actually started in 2020. Uh, so NIL became legal in 2021, but uh, in, in February, 2020, I was flown out to LA to uh, interview with a, a YouTuber. He has 9 million subscribers and I was kind of going to be like one of his ops, like his chief of staff kind of guy. So that was real, you know, NIL, like managing a huge YouTubers, you know, team. Like he has, you know, renting out a you know, $5 million house in Beverly Hills for content. <clears throat> and that was February, 2020 flown out to LA. And I was like, okay, like this, this could be a thing, you know, I'm an attorney at the time. Like I have that experience, but I also am in the creative space, you know, and I got the interview because I graduated law school with the, the YouTuber's sister and she was like, this guy knows what he's doing kind of thing. And so they flew me out there and it, it, I was a home run, just meet and greet. So that was February, 2020, March, 2020, the world was like, nah, Ben, you can't do that. Nah, yeah, no, nah, you're not gonna be able to do it. Sorry. Cause I was supposed to actually fly out in August to move, to move to LA. Uh, and so August, 2020, I was like, ah, like, you know, in my head, I was, I was checked out of being an attorney. I was like, all right, I'm going to figure it out. You know, we, we fast forward to 2021. Now, oh, college athletes can do NIL too now. Like, oh, like this is cool. So, you know, I, I kind of dabbled in it and was reading and everything about it. <clears throat> I think I even tweeted one time in July of 2021. I was like, why am not? Why am I not an NIL attorney right now or something like that? And uh, so I saw in uh, October 5th of 2021, this company went public. They announced they're doing a deal with UNLV basketball, $500 a month for every basketball player. And I was like, oh, this is something. So I actually cold DM'd and emailed the company. I was like, hey, like, I'd love to talk about NIL. And they were like, sure. So they, they were like, can you send me some, some of your thoughts? So I sent them like three paragraphs. And then we uh, hopped on a Zoom call 17 minutes into it. They were like, can we meet in person? But can you send me more NIL stuff? So I sent them like five pages of NIL and, and my thoughts on like where they should go. And uh, those five pages basically turned their company around. So that's uh, how I got into the, to the space. That is awesome because again, most people probably recognize you or your name from the awesome road trip you did. So it's awesome to kind of hear how everything got started. It's the new year. So that means the new year's resolution time. And like most people, they like to set their goal around getting fit, getting healthy, being active, getting in shape, whatever you want to say. Point being, they want to improve their physical health. And a lot of that comes from your diet. Great way to do that. Built Bar. And trust me, if you have a sweet tooth like me over here, Built Bar is fantastic because it's coated in 100% chocolate. So it's got that sweet kick to it. If you're a calorie counter, just 130 calories for a bar. If you care about net carbs like me, then that's just four net carbs. And if you care about protein, then 17 grams of protein. You can go to built or builtbar.com. And now they are finally in stores so you can go to built or builtbar.com you can also go to your local walmart or sam's club and get yourself built bar
Um, but talking about the road trip, I would like to ask you, yeah. because uh, regardless of whether or not Guinness recognizes your record, we yeah. do, we do, uh, and that's at least to me that's what matters. Um, I appreciate it. But what was just your road trip like? Because it was months living out of Betty, uh, <laughs> yeah. so months living out of Betty, uh, occasionally. Betty wouldn't be able to go, so you'd have to. Yeah, go. actually, on my way to Toledo, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. Which, by the way, that one I was going to ask about it later, but like that—that that was one of the most difficult trips I think you had to take during that time. Um, not that I was there with you, but I'm assuming just because yeah. Betty couldn't car broke down. It was. It was a while where you were tweeting where you were like, "I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Is it? Does it still count if I make it? <laughs> and a half, whatever it is." Yeah. Um, what is it like knowing that you went through all of that just for it to end with my heart being broken? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, for those who don't know, uh, you know, we just assume that, but, uh, so on this trip, I drove a 2017 Dodge Grand Caravan, a white one named Betty White. My phone is actually attached to it right now. <laughs> uh, this is a pretty cool setup. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm mad. I, I started doing it, uh, in the last week of the championship, uh, but I just, I wish I could have done it earlier, but uh, yeah. So, you know, I decided, uh, you know, I'm, I'm someone who, who likes to make things hard on myself. So, you know, I, I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, get a fancy rig or anything like that. I just put a bed in the back and put the stone go seating down and drove all over our country. And I'm someone who loves road trips. So I, it, it kind of, it's funny for me, I'd rather drive three hours than 30 minutes. I'd rather drive, you know, I just don't like driving short distances, but if it's like, you know, let's, let's hit the road and go from, you know, Gainesville to Baton Rouge or, you know, Orlando to College Station. I'm all in on that. Uh, but yeah, the drive actually, the funny thing is, so I was actually going from Gainesville to Toledo. So I was at a Tuesday, uh, Monday night, a Monday night basketball game uh, in Gainesville, uh, which we lost. It was our first loss of the season. And uh, overnight to Toledo and Betty was kind of feeling weird that night. Like I was like, ah, I know it's something with a the transmission. There's something weird going on. And I even had an interview in Gainesville saying like, I don't know if I'm going to make it tomorrow to Toledo like before. And uh, I get on the road and I get just North of Atlanta. Thank goodness it was North of just I mean, not like the main part of Atlanta. And uh, she was like, yeah, I'm done. And uh, the fluor <laughs> transmission, I get, I safely get over. Thank goodness. Uh, and I'm, uh, you know, it's raining. So I'm like sitting here. It's about six in the morning, and uh, which is a good thing because that means I could get towed basically immediately to a place that was open and just get the ball rolling on that. I, I just knew that something was wrong, so I just said, hey, like, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, just call me. So I, I, I got an Uber to a rent-a-car place. Actually, no. Um, the, a mechanic was like, hey, we'll just drive you to the rent-a-car place. So that was kind of nice of them. Drove me to the rental car place, and uh, I got in one and drove up to Toledo. Got there at halftime, and that game was a shootout in the snow. And uh, Bowling Green got the win on a crazy third down. Like they convert, I know they they converted like two third and longs on that last drive. And the last one, it was like he broke that tackle over the middle and went right in. It's crazy that I can remember these small moments on this long road trip, but that one is definitely an all timer. Yeah, definitely sucked on my end. <laughs> I can say, yeah, I, I haven't forgotten that one. I was so happy watching that game, and like, oh I remember standing up and I was like, "Oh my god, beating BG again!" And then 
they didn't. Um, and yeah, was, I think I you guys, you, you guys were up with like 24 seconds left too. And uh, yeah. I think I remember I did a video pan from like the scoreboard because I was sitting, I was standing uh, in the little student section by the band, and I like did this, and the snow was coming down, and that little yeah, he broke like one or two tackles and walked right in. That was that was crazy, man. I'm sorry, but it. The, it's painful, but you're going to remember that. You know, you're going to remember that when, you know, Toledo wins the MAC because uh, you'll be like, this is the things we had to go through. I mean, when I graduated UF, we went four and eight, and Florida State won the championship. So that's like right here for me. So I get it. Yeah, it, it, it definitely stung. Um, and I also like that you were in the student section because that's right next to the band because that's literally yeah. right. I used to go front row as far right as possible, right next to the band. Uh, that, that was oh, yeah. where I'd be for every home game when I was there. Uh, well, got to see on the road. <laughs> if I didn't, if I didn't know anyone, I would usually like stand around half the middle, the like 50 yard line, and then I'd like to like just hang out where the band is and the kid. Like, there's just so much energy there, especially when it's like 20 degrees out. You can kind of like get some natural energy. But yeah, I mean, we've all had those moments. I would like I, you know, I was in this uh, in Jacksonville when you know Jordan Reed fumbled it into the end zone. Uh, uh, and that's like that, that moment to me is probably one of the most brutal moments as a student and alumni of, of, of UF. So like, uh, but it'll just make winning the next one even sweeter because we'll be able to, you know, go through all these things together and hopefully beat Georgia here soon. Hopefully, uh, not optimistic, but (laughs) hopefully about it. Um, but throughout that whole trip, I would like to know what was the, best game and best crowd that you got to experience that entire time yeah i mean there's a lot of best games i mean the toledo bowling state bowling green state like that's up there uh i would say tcu at baylor the walk-off was up there and uh uh, the the mayday field goal and then honestly the fsu lsu game week one the blocked extra point to win the game with no time left like i don't think that'll ever happen in my lifetime again like like the fact that I was there, you know, LSU was down 28 to, or whatever. It was a 24, 20, I don't know. And they came back and they scored with no time left after that crazy review. And they're like, all right, we're going to go to overtime here. And someone behind me goes, we're going to block this. And I was on the Florida state side. I got a free ticket. Shout out to big three roll up. If I'm allowed to shout out them. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they block it. And it was one of those moments where if that was in an actual state, if it was in, Baton Rouge or in Tallahassee, it would have been a million times more electric because of like how quiet it would have become or how loud. But I was on the floor and there was there was probably 40,000 FSU fans on that side, like all together. It was I mean, it's at those the in in New Orleans and it exploded. And it like I just got chills. I was and I was like, man, I can't believe I'm like I wasn't happy for Florida State, but I was just like, I can't believe I'm enjoying this moment with Florida State. fans. (laughs) Uh, So that's up there. And then honestly, there was a game. A ball state at Miami, and they announced before the game the winner is going to go to the Bahamas Bowl. So they knew that before the game, and uh, Miami was down seventeen to six with about five six minutes left. And uh, this l- young little ten year old girl comes down and stands next to me. I'm in like this like level with like the coaches' wives and coordinators' wives and their kids, and because uh, I just got invited by somebody, and uh, this ten year old stands right next to me, and she has this this, is this uh. Soy sauce, and I was like, "What? What? What? What's this?" She goes, "This is. I just found the soy sauce, and I'm just gonna rub it for good luck." I was like, "All right." I was like, "I'm here for it." So, like, the 
I think the next, like, two plays later, like, I think we got, like, an interception, and I go, what is going on? And we, they score. When I say we, I mean Miami because every home game I was the, the home team. They score. They go for two. They don't get it. So it's, now it's 12 to 17. I was like, well, you know, we still got a chance here. They get the stop. Again, score. Go for two. Don't get it. So they, But 18, 17, and they get the – I think they, they seal the game with a pick. And uh, I got to go into uh, the locker room and see them get invited to the Bahamas Bowl. So that was – that's probably one of the all-time ones for sure too. Yeah, I'd imagine that was probably like one of the coolest things you could possibly yeah. see. It's like seeing. Yeah, and them. then she, and then the ten-year-old brought the uh, soy sauce to the Bahamas Bowl, and I don't know if you saw how that game ended, but they lost basically like the Titans Rams, like right at the end. Uh, so I mean the it, the the soy sauce luck ran out, but it was kind of cool that she was like, "I'm bringing this to the Bahamas." She actually said she was going to bring it to the Bahamas and put su- put it on sushi in the Bahamas, but I don't know if she did that. <laughs> maybe she did, and maybe that's why. It, it didn't exactly work out. Yeah. Um, but, but, could be, but uh, thank you so much, Ben, for just taking the time to, to talk to me about, you know, just your, your new job and the road trip. And it was just awesome to actually follow this whole thing. Yeah. So, so thank you so much, man. Yeah, my pleasure. And honestly, like all the people that reached out to you with questions or have like concerns or just want to know more about me. I'm not hard to find, as Deion Sanders will say. Like, come, come. My DMs are always open. I try to respond to everyone as quickly as possible. If it's something that I need time to, like, you know, think about, or I need to call you, I'll call you. But yeah, like, if, like I, if you, I want. Listen, I know everyone's gonna like, the, this position and just being a part of Florida administration. It's, it's hard for a reason. You know, the goal isn't greatness; it's the expectation, right? So, like, we expect to be great, and but yeah, the goal, like, it's not the goal isn't to be great. That's the expectation. So, like. With our fans, we want, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan, so I get it. Like, so I hope that you guys know that I'm going to be, I start on the, the Monday, the 23rd, and uh, my, my running joke when I was on the trip was we sleep in February, but I don't plan to sleep much. Uh, you know, I want to get us where we need to be. Uh, and, and it's not just me, it's everyone, you know, in Gainesville already and, and, and you as fans, so I'm fired up. Yeah, uh, me too. I'm, I'm excited for it. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Ben. And um, I apologize in advance for the first time anything negative happens and you started <laughs> that and, and it's all of a sudden your fault but you know you're okay. a you know how it goes that, that's just that no, i mean I, i'm already getting those tweets and subtweets and uh you know from florida state fans my fans but i had those tweets before you know on this road trip i had a lot of people that you know just didn't know me or like oh this guy must be rich or whatever like no like they don't know who i am I mean, uh, I hope that, you know, Gator fans, like, my DMs are, like, if you have an issue with what's going on and you think it's an NIL thing, just call me up, hit me up. So, uh, and I'm ready for it mentally, like, like I said, uh, you know, the, the goal isn't greatness is the expectation. So I'm, I'm ready to, to get to work on Monday. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Ben. Uh, good luck. Best of luck. I know that you've got a lot coming up, but uh, thanks for taking the time out before you start work to come talk to us. No, I appreciate it. Thanks, Brandon, and go Gators always.